Amen. Amen. Grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father and His precious Son, Jesus Christ. Surely every day in every way, we need Him. For without Him, we can do nothing. For truly in Him, we do live and move and have our being. And I'm so grateful, I'm so thankful that Father God and Jesus Christ has has given us this opportunity that we may sit at his feet and hear his word. And, and I pray that something will be said on this evening that will, will help you in your walk with Christ. The last time we met, we were talking about the kingdom of God. We said that we should be seeking the kingdom. We should know what the kingdom is and how God feels about giving it to us. We should know where it is and take this kingdom by force. Luke 16 and 13 said that no man can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Either we're going to be active in the kingdom of God or active in the kingdom of darkness. Second Corinthians five seventeen tells us again, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This means love not the world or the things that are in the world. So as new creatures, let us take on the enemy with the whole armor of God. And let's look at the armor of God. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 6. And we're going to start at verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6. And we're going to start with verse 10. First, Paul says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And in the power of his might. Christian warfare is a battle of your spirit versus your flesh. And in the end, this affects your soul. God has given us what our spirit needs to protect, defend, and fight the enemy with all his devices and tactics. Verse 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Without the complete armor, you are vulnerable to the enemy and his devices. He can see what you have left off by the way of your, you, how you carry yourself. Understand in a time of war, you put everything on to survive. Let me just give these examples. A person who climbs mountains will not show up with house shoes on. They will have the proper boots and tools and directions to climb the mountain. They will be equipped with a backpack and survival kit. On the other hand, a runner does not run with boots and a backpack. They will have the proper attire on. With the correct type of shoes, they will be hydrated and well-trained. They don't just get up one morning and say, I'm running. But they practice and prepare for it. 
when God gave you the kingdom, when you entered and obtained salvation, when you learn what the kingdom is and where it is, you do not just go out and start laying hands on people or telling them what they need to do. Why? Because you don't know enough yourself. It takes studying to show thyself approved under God. When Jesus was 12, he was found sitting in the midst of doctors, both hearing and asking questions. And they were astonished at his understanding. Yet Jesus waited until his appointed time. What little knowledge and understanding we have, we need to stand fast in the liberty where we have been made free. Now that we have been given knowledge of the word, we need to understand the meaning of the word and allow the wisdom of God to work in us. We must put everything on before we take on the enemy. We must allow God to lead us and don't try to lead God. Again, it says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The word wiles means a deceitful maneuver. The enemy does not fight or play by any rules or by what you would call fair. He will use all weapons against flesh. He will attack you physically. He will attack you mentally and your mental state of mind. And he will attack on the spiritual level. Verse 12 says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Our fight is not against anybody's flesh, but against principalities. This is the territory of Satan. That is why the tools of flesh don't work. When we look at the armor of God, it is not the outer man you are trying to guard and protect, but it is the inner man. If Satan can get you to fight flesh with flesh, he is one. In order to change the outcome, recognize who is fighting. The key battle here is spiritual wickedness in high places. Satan wants flesh to fight flesh. Flesh is simply the shell carrying out the fight. We must defeat the battle from a different angle. I'd like to use an example and hope you'll understand what I'm saying. Two neighbors get into a fight. One across the street from the other. One throws a rock through the window. The other throws a brick. Then he throws a cocktail through the house. When all is said and done, the house is what suffered loss. What we are against is the inner man of a person. If you put the whole armor on, it can stop your house from being damaged and allow you access inwardly so you don't cause damage to their house or yours. We must reason out of the scriptures and spiritually speak out of the scriptures and be led by the spirit, not directed by the flesh. The outer man is just a natural shell that houses the soul of the inner man. Verse 13 says, 
Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Take the complete armor. Don't leave nothing off. Then it says you will be able to withstand. Withstand means to oppose with force or to resist. To stand meaning now that you have resisted, hold your ground. Remain upright where you are. Don't give up. People will try to get you to change your mind. But stand fast in that which you have been taught. Everything that looks good or sounds good is not always good. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. But in order to resist the devil, you must submit yourself to God. Stand fast in verse 14 or stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. This is done by having your loins girt with truth. The girdle of the Grecian armor served two purposes. It bound the middle armor closing to the close to the body as a protection and it carried smaller weapons like a sword or short spear. Our body must be guarded by the truth when stabbed and we must have the truth to speak when needed. Peter said, gird up the loins of your mind. Our minds have to be encircled with the truth to protect us from the enemy who tries to attack us on every side. A breastplate is the armor that covers the breast. Whatever is going to be attacked needs to be protected. The breastplate protects the motor organ of life, the heart. Righteous or right way of living comes from the heart and it needs to be protected. In Thessalonians it says, put on the breastplate of faith and love. Faith accepts and love obeys. We must accept what God says and obey it. Righteousness stands in defense of faith and love. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. In everything being said, we are to apply the word of God to every aspect of our life. Verse 15 says, And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Shod is a durable covering. The word of God is a durable covering for us. One commentator says, cover with readiness, willingness, and efficiency, being able to stamp underfoot and subdue the enemy. As believers, we must feel we are standing on a secure foundation. Verse 16 says, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. If you are not hearing the word of God, what is shielding you? A shield is a form of protection. Your faith must have a firm grasp upon Christ, feeling and knowing assured that God will protect and deliver. A child leaps 
when a parent says jump because they believe they are going to be caught. We must believe that God will supply all our need when it comes to battling the enemy with whatever he throws at us. Verse 17 said, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We must guard our minds from the enemy, guard our minds from others and guard our minds from our own understanding. A helmet protects the head. So in our case, the helmet protects what goes in the mind. You must guard your, your mind. Evil cannot penetrate if you do not receive or entertain it. The word of God is the nutrition that strengthens all the armor that you have put on. The word keeps the helmet strong. The word keeps the breastplate tight. The word keeps the feet protected. The word strengthens the love. And the word increases the faith. The word of God is the full course meal that keeps us healthy and safe in the spiritual warfare we are in. And let us finish with verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. We must and should always have a ready mind and be ready to pray for others in the spirit and not in the flesh. Romans tells us to continue instant in prayer. Colossians says continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. I want to leave you with this testimony of what God does and has done. For those of you who have been praying along with us, on behalf of Marcus and Regina and Regina's brother, from the procedure that they were going to give him, they could not do. His kidney had fallen to a one. When to working, it went from a one to a working kidney of five. I don't know all the doctor's meanings, but I do know when man gave up on him and couldn't do, do anything, God moved. When man got out of the way, God took over and made a way. Saints, continue to pray. Pray without ceasing. When you don't think it is working, that is only your flesh mind in the way. We know the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Keep praying and believing the word will keep healing. Continue to pray that the word of the Lord will have free course and be glorified. Continue to pray that the weak can be strong, that the unbeliever may see and receive, that the minds may be clear and the hearts may be softened. With that, my time is up and I thank you for yours.